1: ATT connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective.
5: To
1: getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get.
5: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: When I write all across the USC, Compton, Watts, Bay to LA Pomona, California From valley to valley We represent that killer county So if you keeping it real on your side of your town you tune in to Gangsta Chronicles. Gangsta Chronicles, we gon' tell you how it goes. Uh, If I lie, my nose will grow like Pinocchio. We gon' tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta Chronicles, this is not your average show. You're now tuned into the real MCA, Big James, and Big Stead. This is strictly from the streets. Hello, We represent
6: the
7: Welcome to the Gangster Chronicles podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Black Effect Podcast Network. Make sure you download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles. For my Apple users, hit the purple mic on your front screen. Subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles and leave a five-star rating and comment. We like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast, and I am Norm Steele. Jill, you no, know, we had a pretty good weekend this weekend, man. We celebrated the thirtieth anniversary of Minister Society man I had Tyron the homeboy um the, the homie showed up man what's happening partner
4: Samuel Monroe and it was pretty good yeah it was pretty cool a little turn a little hangout you know nothing nothing big nothing major just you know really just a gang of homies just kicking it wasn't gang you of
7: homies yeah gang of homies home girls it was cool man you know what though bro that's the second time we don't put something together in a few days man and we get a decent little turnout man I'm thinking, man, I was talking to homie man from 85 South, man. He was telling me he think we need to go on to go on the road, man.
4: Man, um, real stuff. we'll see how it works, you know what I'm saying? If we get support, you know what I'm saying, that's all. Can't do it on your own, man. Oh, for sure, for sure,
7: man, for sure. You know, it's been a um, the thing everybody's been talking about, the internet, man, is um, the woman in Chicago, man, who had got, you know, who was assaulted in that restaurant, but a dude punched on her? Mm Mm-hmm. Carleisha Hood, um, her and her son, they got off, man.
4: Um, I've been following the story a little bit. I saw the little video, whatever. Um, Do anybody, like, what was they even arguing about?
7: I don't know, man. I know he was punching on her like she was a punching bag,
4: man. Well, I saw the video. They was arguing about something, and he was like, man, just get your food and go. Just get your food and go, lady. Just get your food and go. So is that like I I don't know what that was, because you know, you got to be able to, let me tell you something. I say this shit all the time. (laughs) and this is for us this is for us Nia's you feel me Mm -hmm. you can't hang with no female when it comes to that mouth man a female gonna lay them bombs drop you down kick you under the table roll you in some flour nigga and put you in the hot grease you feel me you cannot hang with no if you ain't got no control you you gonna get pissed the hell off because a woman can dig deep when it comes to talking shit. We can't. I don't give a fuck who you are. You be the best shit talker in the world, nigga. And I get paid to talk shit. You feel me? But when it comes to arguing with a female, you cannot motherfucking go toe to toe. So that being said, you got to have a high level of tolerance and control, man, because. You already know what it is when you touch on a woman. You get me. You you going down. You 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 just you just can't do it. So what I'm saying is, he I don't know. He being provoked. I don't know. He yelling and screaming. Get your food, lady, and get out of here. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you. You better get your food. And you say one, and he was like, "If you say one more thing, I'm finna take off." But why? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because let's face it. Even if even if the situation, let's say the situation didn't result in him getting popped, right? Mm-hmm. you beating on a woman on camera, right? Yeah. You're not finna get away with that situation, you get me? And then when you get arrested and you get thrown in jail... Motherfuckers in jail probably like, oh, damn, you beat on a nigga's mama?
8: They asking for paperwork.
4: Oh, we finna get your, you know what I'm saying? So I wonder what, what, like you said, still, I don't know, maybe it's a, a another story to it because... Why did they just start? What are they just? You know, our motherfuckers get into it all the time. You know what I'm saying? You customers in line that you see it, you see it all the time. See it all the time. And they got a motherfucking little show right now where you see motherfuckers in Walmart's and stores and restaurants, gas stations, and they customers and they getting into it with each other.
7: Well, what so they, say, they got a surveillance video of this man, and they said the surveillance video outside the restaurant shows the teen into the restaurant. I guess she had been texting her son While they were in there arguing And cell phone video from inside Shows Brown punching Hood at least three times In the head and face Prosecutors said that when the team pulled out a gun From his hoodie and shot Brown in the back Brown fled the restaurant But the team followed him outside He fired more shots at the hood Told him to shoot and kill him he was shot twice in the back and later died from his injuries. See, that's that's where it get kind of a slippery slope that's where it's kind of a slippery slope because the threat is at that time no more threat. This dude don't ran out the restaurant.
4: But shit, that's the same situation like my nigga who 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 the female sent the niggas over to his crib. And after he ran in the house, they ran away, right? They ran away jumped in their car. He came out dumping so like I said, at what level do you consider like, okay, them 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 dudes is gone, so fuck it, I'ma let off. In the heat of in the heat of the motherfucking moment, and that's your mama. I'm about to chase this motherfucker from here to the fucking next corner. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm... Dumping, I mean. yeah, you get me? Man, yeah. Especially if the nigga's socking on my mama like a dude, man. Oh, for man. sure, man. 100%. I'm about to chase this nigga down, man. When you see that, all rationale goes out the door. Yeah, it goes out. And okay, she texting him like, "Uh, get the gun or something. Yeah, because the nigga in here hollering and fucking screaming at me, telling me. Yeah. You say one more motherfucking thing, I'm going to sock the shit out of you. Oh, okay, let me just text the motherfucker right quick. Hey, uh, uh, get the pistol out the glove compartment and come on in here. And then when I walk yeah. through the door and I see my mama on the ground and the nigga standing over, bop, 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 oh, I'm letting all, I'm letting all, they all going. Yeah, real tall. They all yeah. going. And it's so, you know, the thing is, man, it's
7: very dangerous, man. That's why I tell people, man, it's best to play the high power coward, man. I don't do no kind of extra talking, man, when I'm in places where I don't know people, man, because it can go down that quick. You could lose your life or wind up taking somebody's life that quick.
4: You don't know who carry pistols. That's the whole thing. That's the Shit. thing, man. You don't Females know. carry pistols, too. So, That's um... My, uh, and like I said, you don't know what the story is, but if it's just some random ass motherfuckers is in the re- the, the little shit, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know, a wrong look or what, whatever. I mean, what caused them to get into it? You know what I'm saying? Especially if you look at it as, as a female and a dude. It wasn't like it was two dudes in there arguing or two females, so... Is there another story behind you know him being that motherfucking furious to where he ready to take off on her because of words she talking and she didn't seem like you know she didn't seem sister irate you know what I'm saying she had she wasn't license. doing she had her license for her she wasn't doing the neck. You know, and the pointing and like, you know, nigga, you this. I, I don't know. It seemed pretty calm. He was pretty motherfucking adamant.
8: Well, from what I understand, the brother got mad. He was telling her to hurry up and get her food. Right. She to order. And she, was, she just basically told him, like, dude, I'm not finishing order. And hold on. You know what I mean? So he got pissed off and got to talking shit. To that do piss you off sometimes, though, when you hungry, man. And there's somebody Because
7: I'm going to tell you, women got that good. I, they, I, they, I'm going to tell you this, bro. My girl don't been to Wendy's a million times or McDonald's, but she get up there in front of that thing and will do this. <laughs> what
4: look like, man, you don't Ma- know if you want Maria, a fucking hamburger and fries. Maria go slap the back of your neck when you walk in the door tonight. Talking yeah. about, what you talking about me for? Yeah, talking about my Wendy's trips. And then, <laughs>
7: and then what they do, they'll say they don't want nothing. But then be over there reaching for
4: your french fries
7: and all that shit.
4: My nigga said Maria go in there and she'll be like. Just looking at <laughs> thing, man. you don't know what hell you want. Hey, you hey,
7: know this thing is crazy. That's, we gotta introduce our guests today, man. We gotta introduce our guests because um a lot of this stems back to mental health, man. To to mental health. And I think in the black community, man, we definitely Definitely, you know, if you look at the stuff that's just online, man, in the comment section, you will see a lot of people down there need help, man.
8: Um, You know, yeah, and and first of all, my name is The Ball Game Thinker. I'm from San Diego, California. I really appreciate eight uh, a- For sure. Still, for having me on the show, man. It's a blessing to be here. You know what I'm saying? And to all the Gangster Chronicle goons out there, much respect to you guys as well. My professional background, you know, uh, I went to school, went to Ohio State for a little bit. Got out of Ohio State. I ended up going to Liberty University in Virginia. I got my degree. Then I ended up getting my master's degree from Liberty University as well in communication and human services. And currently, right now, I'm a licensed clinical social worker in uh, mental health. Um, m- mental health has always been has always been at the forefront of the black communities. The, the problem with the black community is that we don't think that we... That we crazy. They don't. We, they don't think that. We, they don't think that they need help. You know. You and I was talking earlier today about. You know, especially black men. You know what I'm saying. If you tell a brother, hey man, won't you won't you go talk to somebody? You won't you go seek some therapy? You know what I'm saying. Get some cognitive behavioral therapy or something. Go to some group sessions. You know, first thing, a brother. You know, and I I've had some of the homies tell me, you know, ball fuck that. You know, I ain't crazy. You know what I mean. I don't. I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? But they're not realizing that they're dealing with all sorts of traumas. You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of black men, they deal with trauma in their lives just from being a black man, you know, in society. You know, we don't realize that, you know, shit, when the police... Do you guys get a little anxiety when the police get behind y'all? I would say, yeah. You know what I'm saying?
4: I would say, you know, um, in my early days of, of stomping a neighborhood... You know, if, or, you know. Typically, hell yeah, it would be. Uh, you get them butterflies and that nervousness when you see them boys get behind you, and especially when they ain't even ran the lights yet. They just following you for a minute. You you start anticipating the pull over. You but feel that, me? That,
8: but see, that's trauma right there. You dig what I'm saying? We go outside the pad. You know, one of the things that I tell my son all the time is that you know, make sure you keep your head on the swivel. And I teach him how to deal with the police if they do fuck with him. You know, he's a productive young brother. He ain't never been in no trouble or nothing. You know, me, myself, and all his uncles, you know what I'm saying? We, we was gang bangers, not gang members, gang bangers. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm part of the zipper club, you know what I mean? And kind of, you know, dish it out myself. A lot of people don't realize that all that shit that we used to do back in the days is, is affecting us mentally today. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we refuse to seek help for our traumas that we've been dealing with. Deaths, um, fucked up relationships. um um, I can I can go on, you know, racism, systemic racism. Mm-hmm. You understand? what I'm saying these are traumas that black men and women deal with. Black women are dealing with trauma right now, and they don't even realize it. You know, they 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 talking this shit right now. That's why I used to love the brother Kevin Samuels, rest in peace. You know that you know a lot of these independent black women right now. Black, well, let me say this: black women. Um, demographically, you know, these sisters is out here doing their thing. So we got to tip our hats off to them. They out here getting educated, getting their master's degrees. They, um, they, they out here getting this money. They doing what they do. You understand what I'm saying? They talk that shit. They don't need a man. But what happens is they not realizing that they're dealing with the traumas of fucked up relationships with us.
6: Mm Mm-hmm.
7: And oftentimes, you know, I notice in the black community, black women is taught by their mothers, oh, you don't need a man. I know, you know, me and our producer, we was talking earlier, we both from Cleveland. And um, I would have generations, it was generations of people, man, I would see generations of people, man, that where the grandma stayed in the house. Didn't have no man. Didn't she have a daughter. The daughter grew up, have kids. They don't have no man there. They all living together. But they all got a whole church full of kids, right? There's a bunch of kids in there, man. And uh, they all kind of talk that they don't
8: need a man in their life. Well, I I think this is the thing still. It's, you know, the thing is you do have those particular situations where some sisters grew up in households where, like, as you're saying, that they they seen that their grandmother didn't have a man, probably died alone. But you still have a a bunch of brothers and sisters who actually grew up in two-parent household, two-grandmother and grandfather households like I did. Mm -hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So I understand what a traditional healthy relationship looks like.
4: I grew up in a a single family house. I mean, my parents were together for a time um, before they got divorced. You know what I'm saying? But I I don't know how it was for for you growing up. You know what I'm saying? What you saw in the household.
7: Mm -hmm. I grew Uh, up in a two-parent household.
4: And how was it for you?
7: I had a stepfather. See, my stepdad, I got my stepdad's last name. Okay. Because I went to school one day, and I kept wondering why my last name was one thing. And my brothers, and I asked my mama one day, I said, hey, how come they last name is this? How come we don't all have the same last name? How old were you when you asked her that? Man, I was about eight years old, and then what my stepdad, he did, he heard that. And my mama just told me this, man, that my stepdad, he went in the newspaper and went in his little cigar box where he kept his money at and went and got an attorney, went and ran an ad in Ohio where my real dad was at. He went to Akron and ran an ad in Summit County so he could see and contest it. If he wanted to, then nobody ever contested. So he took me to the place, and all I remember is putting my hands up, making this oath, and I'm asked, my last name has been stealed from then on. But
4: So was that because moms and original pops was never and it was just what, or was it what was it abuse was it moms was like i gotta get the hell away from this yeah, dude i'm
7: gonna tell you it was and you know me just for the record me and my biological father have a great relationship now he a whole different man you know he was a young dude when all this was happening so we've been forgave him for all that right but at the time it was some abuse okay you know my Pops like to put this, you know. What I'm saying that's what they did. You
4: know? A lot of a lot, but a lot of us. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, us that came from that. Mm-hmm. You get mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, Those abusive my, my You know, my father, was, you know, went to the military, was in the navy. You know what I'm saying. You know, um, worked at General Motors and all of that. But <laughs> sometimes, you know. Um, it'd be situations to where, you know, um, it just don't work. So moms left, you know what I'm saying? Like you said, it might have been physical and abusive. And even though moms left and it was me and my sister and my brother and, you know, you never saw any significant, like, I didn't get no stepdaddy, you get me. Uh, You know, it was... I was on the block, man, so I don't know if I saw you know um or took what I saw as a kid in the household with my parents and and that reflected on me because i i didn't I didn't take that route, you know, some dudes took when it came to females and my my household. It was my mama. My sister was older. The attitude wasn't fuck a nigga in the household mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because we came from a different generation moms, of parents. He, she, don't,
8: she didn't want to convey that
4: message. Moms, you me. know, like my parent. my moms came from Mississippi. So you got to understand growing up in that time, you know, in the, in the 40s and 50s and shit, uh, it was, definitely it was different. Guy, you it know? wasn't like... You know, the dude left the household or whatever, and it became this. Oh, I don't need a motherfucking nigga or fuck a nigga. Whoop dee whoop. It didn't have that. That. It didn't have that attitude. So, I didn't see that. You know, growing yeah. up, uh, where be. even though it didn't work out. It was like, oh no, or my sister was taught, mm. you know, fuck a nigga out there. You don't need no it nigga with something like that in my house either, man. My sister, you know, she's been married to her husband for decades. That's you
8: see, get me? But see, some some of these relationships teaches us, you understand what I'm saying, how to how to actually go into a relationship. And learn how to deal with not only the good but the adversities of the relationships. A lot of people are staying together longer. I'm glad that eight said that because I grew up in a household like you still, where my younger brother's dad was the stepdad, but I was never really receptive to this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My my and I, because I had two older brothers who kind of who I looked up to as a dad mm-hmm. because our father wasn't worth the fuck. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So my dad taught me what not to be. You and know that's the I mean, same thing too, even though my
7: dad is the, probably the greatest
8: grandfather
7: in the world now. Right. <sighs> and, and he why, wound up
4: being a why, why But why do we have that though? Why do you think that ge- generation and era of men and fathers were, like you said, it wasn't fucking shit? Like, I'm
7: going to tell you what I learned, eight, what I got from it. And this is how back I got to. The the, mental health. Right, brother. right. Yeah. And this is how I got to get to being cool with my dad, right? What I found out that my dad, you got to understand, my grandmother, well, first of all, when my grandfather came from Memphis, Tennessee, yeah. he had a whole nother family down there. Mm-hmm. And he came up north, met my grandmother, and I think had 14 kids. They had 14 kids between my dad and them. So it was a time to where grandpa would just disappear sometimes. I'm talking about six months a year. So my grandmother would be they trying to family, take care of 18 huh? kids, right? Mm. And they all, like, a year apart. and In some cases, nine, ten months. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, right? So what I found out about my dad is that they spent a lot of time, and, you know, they would go to the boys' homes, the foster sister. And what I found out is that my dad's older, one of the older brothers, my Uncle Buki, had went and got all of them because they was all separated. So he broke out of his spot, the foster home he was in. He left and went and got all his brothers and sisters and took them out to Akron. Because, you know, he had started running the streets. My uncles was hardcore pimps, you know, during that time. I had uncles, I I ain't going to name all their names, but, you know, they was pimping. Right. So once they started getting their money up, they went and got all their brothers and sisters and went back. So I would have to say that my father was only doing, he was better than his father now, but
8: they didn't know no better because what example did they draw from? Well well your uncle, man, he, he 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 had to know something, man, because you don't get too many people that go back and get all their siblings to keep everybody together.
7: And that's what it is. And to this day, they all like sorry, you better not say nothing about his brothers or sisters. They would get into a fight with you. And, and and the thing I learned is I knew what I didn't want as far as me being a man. I always said, I'm not go I tried my best not to have no just bunch of kids running around, right?
6: Mm-hmm. And I
7: knew that when I did have kids, I was gonna be in their lives. Right, right. And I knew that once I had my woman,
8: we was gonna stay together through thick and thin, no matter what happened. But, but see, but, but like I said, and I'm gonna interject back off what Abe was saying is that you, 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 you saw some things, and you seen some things, and you, and, and you, and subconsciously you said, you know what? That's what I'm not going to be, because one thing that my father did teach me, he taught me. My 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 biological dad actually made me into the man that I am today. You dig know what I'm saying, right? Because I didn't want to be like this motherfucker. Exactly. Mother. You dig know what I'm saying. He wasn't shit. You know what I mean? And I told myself that I wasn't that I wasn't going to be like him. And I'm kind of like you. You know what I'm saying? All three of my kids is by the same chick. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't just out there slinging weenie and 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 you know having these kids by all these different personalities. You dig what I'm saying? I was responsible, you know, had a, I mean, did did my thing, did my, you know, jumping through windows and sliding up in some bras and all that, but I always was responsible. My older brother would always tell me, Mike, keep a raincoat on your shit, you dig what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And all those types of things, you know what I'm saying? So my older brother, Anthony, rest in peace, man, I miss you, my brother, you know, that brother taught me a whole, like he, my older brother, Anthony was my dad, man, and my older brother, LeVan, followed suit once my, uh old, once my brother passed away from cancer, my uh, older brother, LeVan, he follows suit. And, uh, and 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 I have five brothers, six of us. And, um, you know, and we kept a, a, a tight niche, such as your uncles and his siblings as well. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying. And my family was a bunch of females, but all my aunts were married. Mm. And they all, they all, all my uncles, they, they, they were married. And and some of them, they, some of them, the ones that are living, you know what I'm saying? They're still with their husbands today. So I know what it's like. To be in a healthy and long lasting relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? My only problem is that, you know, before I got into a relationship with my kids' mother, you know what I'm saying? I you know, me being a Sagittarius, man, I just like women, man. Mm-hmm. You dig know what I'm saying? If it was shit, if it was shit, if I could, shit, I've had three or four wives in the house. <laughs> shit. You know what though, man, the thing is
7: I had a very strong female presence in my life too. Like, my grandmama handled pistols. Best so you. when my dad did come over there, because he would be on some stuff to where I'm coming, I'm coming to get my son. And my grandmother was like, the pistol, like, no, nah, nigga, you ain't coming up here with that, you know, right. I'm in there. Because my dad let me know. They wasn't all innocent. They shot at me. My grandmother, because at the time, I don't know if y'all remember back in the day, I'm from the Midwest. They used to have what you call outhouses.
8: Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, the yeah. bathrooms. Mississippi, too. You know. Yeah.
7: My grandmother threw the piss pot on my dad before. He came up Ooh. there talking, and they timed it. As soon as he get to the door, they just open up the door, and
4: they threw <laughs> Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah.
8: You know, so they did some crazy uh, stuff to my pop. That can cause hepatitis, man. Yeah,
4: they didn't give a fuck. Step they was like, get your ass up, up out of here. I know, uh, Coming so around cold. here with that <laughs> shit. That
7: was that so low
4: mangini <laughs> <laughs> <popping> at him <laughs> out there. <laughs> why, <laughs> why, why, why he running off why with running with, you know, with, with, of the with piss all him? He yeah. running off with piss and getting popped That <laughs> That's fucked up with the... Yeah. The they was playing with him. I'm
8: going to tell you right now, that'll cause a brother some mental health issues. You know, so I just think
7: about all this that, trauma. You know? But I'm going to tell you this <laughs> my mama will tell me to this day, she said, Your dad was just young. He loved you. He just didn't know. He trying to process a situation
8: that he don't know nothing about, right? But that's good that mom's told you that. You no, my know mom's never
7: told me. Like, my mom, she wanted me to have a relationship with my dad. Right. And I respect her for that Ugh. because she could have easily been like, no, you ain't going to go see him. She never, she always wanted us
8: to have a relationship. Well, you know what? My mother never said nothing bad about my dad either. And at one point in time, my mother had told me one day, and I think I was about 12, 13 years old, I had just started stealing cars for the homies. And uh, she was like, my dad had came through and I was really eager and happy to see him at that particular time because I hadn't seen him in a while. And my mother said, you really love your dad, don't you? You know, I'm, yeah, you know, it was my dad, you know. And she said, but you're going to find out one of these days. She, that's, the only, that's the only time that I remember my mother kind of putting a hypothetical in my head about this motherfucker, you know what I mean? You know, but she never said nothing bad about him never said nothing bad about him it wasn't until i started getting older and i started seeing when i had my daughters and i had my sons hey man come on down my daughter's about to graduate from sixth grade okay son i'll be there this motherfucker don't show up you know what i'm saying hey dad come on down mikey my my young my only boy you know he's having a birthday party he having his third fourth birthday party come on down dad we'd like to see you okay son i'm gonna show up he never show you know motherfucker never show up you know what I'm saying? Back to the mental health part of it. You know what I'm saying? That shit can cause a motherfucker some mental health issues right there. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you know, and then when he did want to come around, come to find out this motherfucker putting this shit up his nose, he broke. And then when he called and he asked for something, nigga, I ain't seen you in ten years. What the fuck why are you calling me asking me? You know what I mean? You know? And then I start realizing, I'm like, Mike, you know what? Don't let this motherfucker take you out of character. I always like to think about my actions before I do shit. So I just stopped fucking with my dad altogether. My brother's in arm. my arm. My, my, I have a brother named Melly as well. He lives in Atlanta, Georgia. My brother Melly would always say, man, I'd ask him, man, how you continue to fuck with this nigga? And my brother said, man, because I don't give a fuck about him. He don't phase me. But, mm. but, but his actions fucked with me.
1: at and Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze.
4: You know, um, still, I think I came, you know, a little bit similar to your situation where, you know, you ended up having a cool relationship with your pops after the fact. Mm -hmm. I mean, same situation with me. I mean, I guess anybody, though, you know, the presence of your your dad is, is supposed to be like just, oh, man, my dad, you know what I'm saying? So, um but you it, it get to a point to where i was like like you like i don't fuck with dude right. i don't i don't so from the transition of me starting the gang bang and and all of that i didn't i didn't fuck with my pops at all see my sister she like was one of them like talk to him every day, but I don't know. I guess because of what I witnessed as a kid, you know, and the stuff that happened with moms and mm-hmm. you know that it, it like you said it'd be like some motherfucking PTSD shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To where you be like. Oh, I don't even want to go around, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you know they mm-hmm. they do their thing, you yeah, feel me? Yeah. They might have them a little drink, a little smoke, or whatever was their vices and shit. And as a youngster, you don't really know how to cope with that shit, mm-hmm. you get me? To see, you know, the trauma in the household... So it really kind of it can take you in in all in whatever direction, you know. Some people can overcome from it, and then some niggas it 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 uh it makes that generational transition right. to where now you, you 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 getting on you know your broads and you getting into it with your baby moms or your woman or whatever. So um, yeah, I I took. Because I was a, you know, lover of my mom. So my sister was more like, you know, when she got a little older, she was, she was able to be neutral with it. Mm-hmm. But me, I I I I didn't want to fuck with I didn't want to fuck with him at all. Yeah. And he so the whole time I was, you know, from the time of like the twelves and thirteen and fourteen and fifteen and I'm gangbanging and all that. I I didn't I didn't talk to my pops at all. My sister would, yeah, I talk to dad today and blah blah blah, but me. And then once I started rapping and I think I got to about maybe my fourth album, I start communicating. Mm. Because you know I was going places and sometimes I would be in the same town where you know cuz he was living in Oklahoma and then he moved to Louisiana and all so you know. Was he familiar with your rap career? Yeah when i when i um finally went to see him um he had newspaper clippings and ads and all kind of shit you know jet magazine shit I had been in and you know when I did menace and awards and all that he had paper clippings of all that shit so so he was, he was watching. definitely watching he was
8: watching you know, yeah, from, yeah
4: i'm I'm pretty sure you know what I'm saying uh I had no regrets though you know what I'm saying. I don't know, man. You know, I I held. You know, you hold grudges because, like I say again, that's moms. You get me, and mom. You know, your moms do so much for you. you goddamn as, right. as 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 yes. a as a kid, they kind of take the motherfucking the punches on the chin mm-hmm. and fuck it nigga knock me down i'm gonna get up but i still gotta go do the shit you feel me whether whether or not you gonna help or do something or not um you know they kind of take it on the chin so when you a kid that's like motherfucking that's all for you like Mm -hmm. that's why i'm saying uh the, the the situation like we was talking before like you can't overstep that boundary when it come to your moms. Like, niggas will go through whatever—you'll go through whatever level it is, you know, when you see somebody offending, even just offending your mom.
8: That's the reason why the young brother popped this motherfucker that was stealing yeah, on his mom. Yeah, you be ready to take a yeah. nigga's head
4: off. Like, I like—if you had that relationship with your mom, you, you know, and a, a sure. person like me, like I said, uh, once moms and pops split— it was just me and moms and right. sister. Right. And so whether, whether we had to go through the struggle. The grind of you know trying to figure out what where the bread was coming from mm-hmm. or the, the or meal. eating and all that shit, and you know even the 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 trials a nigga had to go through with turning a a young man and there is no father around. You get me? So now you have to try to learn a little bit on your own on, yeah. and watch niggas in the streets, and then there's moms, and you know she's always. With the positive eye, but you know, as a slick little nigga, you think you're gonna get away with some shit. So you you test and test, but mom is still there. Every time I went to fucking jail, she came to bail me out. Every time I stole a motherfucking car and it went to the impound, she got that motherfucker out. You know, so it, you don't, you know, the 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 situation of that is just like, you know, what the fuck you want me to do? Yeah. This nigga socking my mom. Exactly. Of course he was finna die. Exactly. Of course. Thing and not to disrespect, you know, the dead, the but, dead, uh, and his family, because yeah. I'm knowing they feeling They're something right to, now. Yeah. But that comes to the level of how how far can you let a motherfucker push you? you get me like you gotta be in some kind of troll of your actions you man sometimes you. you get me yeah. and I come from that too I come from that fuck you I don't give a fuck we come from we that come, you get me yeah. but still you know you, you have to come to a level of control because, you know, like, you don't know what a motherfucker going to do. Up. Like you said, you got to have your head on the swivel. His head ain't on the swivel. Because yeah. you in there, first of all, because he in there having confrontations with a female. So his head ain't on the swivel.
8: Not knowing who she
4: with. Exactly. And then, like you said, it ain't like she looking like the homegirl from the hood where, you know, it might be niggas in the car. She looking like somebody mama. Exactly. So it, it esca- it, it's going to escalate. If you that if you that type of nigga and got that attitude,
7: well, you know what? Real quick, they saying that the woman told her son to hit the witness. I guess it was a witness in their hood. Then diverged her intention to the witness. Well, was somebody in there filming? Yeah, where she instructed her son to shoot them. <laughs>
8: Wow. The dude with the camera. Yeah, he was court hit. documents. Instead of him, he take
7: yeah. the gun from the boy, but he pushed her off. The pair the the vehicle. Sounded like the son had more sense than the mama was like, let's go. You ain't got to go. shoot this, man.
8: Right, right, right.
7: You know, going back to your Pops 8, the biggest memory I got, man, and I think and for a long time, I had a lot of hatred in my heart mm-hmm. toward my Pops is, I remember when I was real little, and I remember this vividly, I probably had to be about eight, nine, something like that. It's me waiting at the house for him to come, right? I remember I would have my little bag of clothes ready, man, and I would just have my coat on already. This nigga's supposed to come at 6 o'clock. I'm 3 o'clock. I'm all, come you home ready from school. Go. I got my coat on. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to bail, right? And he would never come. I would go on the couch. I would go to sleep on the couch. Wouldn't want to go to bed because my mom, no, he might come. I'm going to miss him.
8: That's and, trauma right and there. And he just never show up, dog. That's trauma right there. That's trauma right there. It's
7: never come. I would wait by the window. As we stay, you know, me being the
8: Midwest, they got
7: apartments, some of them in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. So, you stand, I remember I would stand up on the back of the couch and be by the window. And I would just wait to see that van coming, bro.
4: Man, um my pops would come get me and my sister, you know, when he moved and, you know, you know. Got you know, was dealing with another uh, lady and, you know, he used to come get us and we used to spend the weekends and go to church with him and all of that. I mean, for the record, my pops tried to be, you know, I guess the best he could. I mean, his faults from, you know, the abusive shit and who knows what I don't know what, what, what my pops was going through in his head. Mm. Um, he had a job at General Motors so he wasn't like just a deadbeat motherfucker uh, but you never know he was in the military you know what I'm saying well, he was a productive dude he probably got you know he probably got on that shit who knows when um you know what I'm saying he was an educated motherfucker smart had a great job he had a job at General Motors for probably over 30 years mm. you know what I'm saying um but who knows what the trauma of that shit is you know a lot of motherfuckers went through you know the 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 physical fighting and abusive shit in the household around them 70s you get me uh uh for us who are or 70s or 60s kids a lot of that shit went down and it was overlooked you get me but you know for the most part my pops tried to you know it was just a uh, it was just the incidents. You get me as a kid. You st- you can't. You really can't function with that shit. And bad, even when I would go over bad to outweighs the good. Even when I would you know sometimes go over there it was still the shit cracking, you get me? To where, nigga, I'm in the motherfucking room listening to yelling and shit going down like, I don't want to come over to this motherfucker no more, man. And so you start distancing yourself because not that you, you know, you trying to like... Now, you know, Pops, like I said, every kid growing up had that sense of I want to, you know, my father is supposed to be everything. You get me? When you look at the motherfucking shit that they portray on the TVs and you read in the books, you know, the father's supposed to be everything. He's the supporter. He's the motherfucking provider. You know, he's the motherfucker that's going to come whoop a nigga's ass when they come fuck with you. And so I didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? That's why gangbanging started. You know what I'm saying? I had the homies and yeah. shit like that. But then you start growing immune to it, to where it got to the point where I was like, nah, I don't do no summer vacations out there no more. Nah, I don't wanna pick up the phone and call. I'm cool. Nah, I'm good, because now, shit, nigga, I got the, I'm from the hood. Mm-hmm. I don't need shit else, nigga. I got the homies from the hood. I got me a strap and a sack, and a, a father can't tell me shit right
8: now. No talk. On your Respect. way. Hey, Mike, Respect. I wanted
7: to ask you this. With the way the internet is right now, like, um, I see a lot of people, man, like a lot of adult men and women that look like they caught up in the lives of all these online these different online personalities and this. Even the people that watch our show sometimes, right? It's like almost you got people that's invested in this like this is their reality. Where would that stem from?
8: You know, you know, you, you got to think about it, man. Social media is real powerful, man. You know what I'm saying? Just the influences. You got a lot of people that, that, that watch these shows, watch y'all, uh, you know, watch a lot of the platforms. Shout out to my homeboy, Melly Mel out of Santana Block. Um, you know the hood postman and his situation. You got a lot of people that listen to what we say. They depend on they depend on these shows. You understand what I'm saying? Because what happens is, it's not that people are living their lives through the shows. You know what I'm saying? But they want answers to questions that they just can't. You know that that, that they can't answer. You know, and sometimes these shows they provide that. You understand what I'm saying? You know, um, for me, I I, I like. You know, you know. There's a um, there's a podcast, um, Tim Wise. You know the white boy. You ever heard of him? I have, I'm not you gotta familiar look, with him. You got to look him up, man. He, you know what he does is he he talks about how white people. What he does is he he just roasts his own people. You know what I'm saying? And he, and he talks about you know how you know how white people has done the indigenous peoples over the years and how they how they've um, benefited off our labor and all these types of things you know I like to listen to those types of things those types of podcasts and what so forth I listen to Louis the, the minister the Honorable Louis Farrakhan all the time and you know some of these podcasts they get they 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 not only do they give vindication to the mind of the people that watches them you understand what I'm saying it also gives validation that's why a lot of these that's why these kids are so fucked up right now because they watch these they watch these podcasts that that, that deliver all these fucked up messages you understand what I'm saying? And then these kids are needing, they're not getting groomed at home. Why? Because there is no father in the home. The mother's the mothers at work, working all damn day. When the mother come home, she don't feel like dealing with the kid or talking to the kid. Don't even ask the kid how his or her day was doing. So the kid, you know what I'm saying? They, they get a lot of their lessons from these podcasts, man. And unfortunately, that's fucked
1: up. AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze.
7: Cause I see people, man, you know, in the comment section. I had a guy one day, man, tell me, um, uh, he said, Steel SMD. Now this is a man, I go back to his page, man, this dude is um probably about like twenty one, twenty two years old. SMD. You know, you know, suck my, you know, fight. <laughs> some... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that, man? Um, you know right, <laughs> <but>, uh, right. <Brian, laughs>
4: they are. All... <laughs> well, but you know what, no dog. The thing is, what? still hold up before you. Re- I'ma let you yeah, speak I, I, on that, I, I, but, yeah, but that's why it. they always fucking with you, still? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> man, and, and, and you know
7: the cold thing about it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> again. That has to be a mental problem. (laughs) That has to be a mental problem. That just ain't... That just ain't a
4: nigga bad uh, at you talking about. Uh,
8: my dick. Yeah, he didn't like he didn't like what he was He
4: just he, he, he don't he like it. Like, yeah, he, he didn't like, like he didn't that. Like that nigga me. ain't been to He yeah, just but, don't but. like Yo,
8: oh, I ain't never seen that's that
4: a, one. A, hey, that's him
8: That's what that's a that's that's
4: another supporter from the other side. That's why he that's, said, that's <laughs> <rainbow simulation>, man. <laughs>
7: well, even if that is, hold on, oh, let me get this off. Even if he is a supporter from the other side, You inserting yourself into something that you don't know nothing about. <laughs> you don't know nothing about. You don't know what's going on. You just taking sides on some stuff that you don't know nothing about, right? And then I even saw this, right? I've seen people come in under different things, right? Under different names, right? It'd be the same person, but they got different names. They make up all these different profiles, dog, and they send messages to themselves. Mmm. You know what I'm saying? Just like this crazy. Like, they'd come and comment on their own thing, right? Yeah. On their own posts. And they'd be like, man, these people got to be crazy,
4: man. Well, no, that's the internet game.
8: That's the internet game.
4: People man. know that, you know, the more support that they get for bullshit, it's going to make it re- relevant. So if I, got, if I go, if I send you a text and I say SMD, I'm going to I'll go go make 20 profiles, fake profiles to come in, to comment on that SMD shit. And the, all of the comments going to be like, yeah, that's right so and so. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> what is still done? He ain't this or that. Yeah, man, he can SMD for me too. You get me? <laughs> and then that then makes it that. that makes the motherfucking quote relevant. And then
7: he come back and say this give homeboy his money
4: <laughs> Brian this is still killing me look <laughs> this is what I say about people them people ain't motherfucking mental they just motherfucking they just haters and and, and, the, and the thing is what I say about shit like that <clears throat> we got this thing where it's supposed to be freedom of speech yeah. and this is the I, I this is what. I used to go through that shit and still do. You put up a quote, a nigga going to come in and go, he going to say something slick or something, whatever, whatever. It could be from an anonymous page, whatever, which means that somebody who really know you. They just don't want to expose themselves for saying what they really want to say, but they're not. they cowards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or they want to still be able to smile in your face and laugh behind your back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's something you can do about it. I used to get pissed off and want to go back word for word with a nigga. And motherfucker like, for what? Why? You want to say that? All you can do from there is block a motherfucker or leave it up. Because like I said, that's your opinion. That's what you feel about it. But you're still here and you're making comments. That That's the world of the internet today, man. And people with, you know what I'm saying, with, with, with just... A
8: nigga don't like
4: you, and you, you got get, that. You got you got that right. Whatever you and get you, me. And you
8: got some people that will sit up there, sit up here, and fuck with you all day if you allow them to.
4: Man, a they, nigga they, will they, go. Yeah, it make it to me. This is what this is what a person told me. You ain't doing nothing but giving them what they want. If you respond, they because to you know what they gonna do. Yeah. They gonna take all your responses and go post that shit and go look. Oh, I kidding. mean, look. I'm into it with steel. Look, he's respond, he's responding to me. Oh, I got him so mad. And in the back of the nigga mind, he really don't got no beef with you. It's just making him look good. Because half the niggas that start talking shit, the minute I come on and go, fuck you. Or uh, oh, I didn't, oh, it ain't really like, oh, man, I'm a true fan, really. I'm a fan. They do that because they really don't think they're going to get a, a response out of you. That's why. They just want to be the negative motherfucker out of all them people who going, yeah, still, keep it cracking and keep wonty wont I'm going to come in and they go, nigga, SMD and pay a nigga his money. And then in real, you'll never see the nigga or the nigga could be a motherfucker that you see every day and you'll never know it. it that's just the world that we live in, especially you know with the bro internet.
8: Especially the motherfuckers that ain't got no profile
4: pics. Yeah, and I, I ain't got yeah, nothing to do but yeah. fuck with this nigga all day. You I ain't bite. got nothing to do but you fuck bite. with him all day. You and bite. they were so bad about it. You bite. Half of the time, you're going to bite on it. Yeah. because it's just Because first <laughs> of all, you don't like the shit on your page. So you are gonna look at it and be like, "Who is this motherfucker?" And the minute you go, "Oh man, shut the fuck up or mind your business," he go, "I got him." Now I'm finna go back and forth with him all day oh, and bait never him in. That
7: for me because all I'm doing is blocking, deleting,
4: though. and I don't, because I don't I think. Go
7: right to the block. Face. And you, you, right
4: you, the block, you can say niggas is mental, but that ain't really no mentally I, ill. I, we got people out here with real mental issues. Yeah, sure what, yeah. That's
7: what I was gonna ask you, Mike. A lot of these characters that pop up online, and they usually wind up on the white boys' platforms,
4: right?
8: Right.
7: Do you think some of these brothers got, not to put no names out there, nobody in particular, but do you think some of these dudes got mental problems, though?
8: Well, you know, they, they, they you know, I mean, we. first of all, I would have to make an assessment, but any motherfucker that had to sit on the internet all damn day and go back and forth with somebody, there's some type of mental I'm going to name hey? some names, man. Name somebody. You think, you think Crip Matt got something wrong with him? Oh, come on, man. I mean, I mean, bless the brother's heart. You dig what I'm saying? But, yeah, you know, it's only, it's only obvious that brother got some type of cognitive issues going on.
7: Now, we talk about cognitive issues because I see now you got a dude that's his father to look just like him, but he a blood.
8: Right. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Is that
7: his daddy? No, he's a
8: vice lord. Huh? He's like a vice lord. Oh, he a vice lord? Well, he, he posed as a blood at one time. And then he did say something about the vice lord Brian's right. I saw that. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I don't know if that dude is his daddy or not. But that dude is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Especially if he's not his biological father. If he's getting on there just for attention, you gotta you gotta take into consideration this motherfucker might be mental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
7: because he's just making up said, I'm his daddy, but eight told
4: me a story about a cat he knew that thought he was easy. They really thought he was easy. Well, that's them drugs, though. It, <clears throat> that ain't just a motherfucker who yeah. you know. what I'm saying that's a that's that's one of the one of the homies who you know continuously was doing them drugs. And like I try to tell niggas, you know, um,
8: was he out of Compton?
4: Yeah, he was from the neighborhood. Okay, you get me. Um, he got a bad batch of a dose mm-hmm. of some some water, water, yeah. and. It, it, it fucks fuck your brain up. It's embalming fluid. It fucks your brain up. So, of course... A motherfucker, if 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 he was a fan of fucking Batman, he probably would have been walking around in a Halloween costume going, nigga, I'm going to motherfucking Wayne Manor, and I'm waiting on Alfred to come pick me up right now.
8: And you kidding me? I've seen that. It, it's, it's, that's, yeah. re, that's real
4: mental issues. Right. Or just like I'm watching the program on the sister um, who was, um, I don't know how long ago this was. The sister who uh, uh, was at the restaurant and, and the Lost Hill sheriffs picked her up and then let her out at like motherfucking 12, 1 o'clock in the morning by herself, right? Mm. It was a story like, and they had the program on, on TV and I'm watching. And they say baby was in there talking like, you know, she was from Mars and mm. she knew how to read numbers and all that. That's somebody mental. You get me? That's somebody who has an issue. They said she she showed she walked into the restaurant and just just say we in there having a motherfucking corporate dinner. She come to our table, nigga, and just sit down and she kicking it and just start talking to people. Nobody knew her. She was talking strange and all that. That's mental shit. That's mental. You shit. get me? Delusions. We talking about audio? Some of these radio motherfuckers radio do this shit. For for likes mm-hmm. and for content and to be because right about now being stupid is popular. Popular, you get me? If I can get on the motherfucking internet, act crazy, and say I'm this and I'm that, and next thing you know, you look up, I'm gonna have a motherfucking million hits,
7: man. That's why I really think some of these people, like you know, that's how they got these um what they call them um these Becky's. <laughs> These Karens Karens
4: They're the
8: Karens <laughs> It's
7: just coming up on people Black like men randomly And doing shit dog I think they're people That want but
8: attention Those, those are well, nah, Some some of those people Have mental issues
4: Yeah now nah, Some of them motherfuckers and Some be, of yeah. racist I say people That want to have content Is like people you, you just talking about Like you know Niggas that's just, just That be just Yelling and screaming for no reason and just all oh kind of outlandish God. bullshit. Like, shit, like, you be really like, why this motherfucker do this? A lot of them motherfuckers are phonies and do shit because they looking for fame. And like I said, now being stupid and doing crazy shit, it gets you fame. You get me? You ain't got to go, you know, write no good song or motherfucking get in there and work hard and practice and do no shit. A nigga could get on the internet and do some dumb shit and next thing you know, he got a billion followers and motherfuckers sending him Lamborghinis and he pulling up with chains and you be like, this nigga dumb as a motherfucker, but... That's That's how I'm eating That's the world That's the world 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 today man Mm -hmm. Like you'll think a nigga like This nigga's really crazy But no he's not He know what he doing I know what I'm doing I'm gonna act like a motherfucking fool You get me I'm gonna run around in a motherfucking diaper With some motherfucking bullshit on my head And watch tomorrow I have a million fucking followers Did you see this stupid nigga wearing a diaper And he was going around doing crazy shit And just fucking with people Like You'll think a motherfucker crazy. But
8: that's how Mac got his following. Man, come on. You know what I'm
4: saying? You do you you do crazy shit. You you do crazy shit for content, motherfucker. You were and like I like I come from the, the saying there's no such thing as bad publicity. All publicity is good publicity. That's where I come from. That's what motherfuckers used to tell me. All publicity is good publicity, whether it's good or bad. Your fucking name and your image is out there, and millions of people are talking, whether they going, that nigga stupid, or whether they going, damn, that's cracking. You
7: know, you being a dude from the neighborhood, man, what makes you want to get into mental health? Like, how did you get into that?
8: Well, I went to school. Like I said, man, you know, one of my attributes, man, was I was a reader. You know what I mean? You know, I'd read. When, when other motherfuckers is watching TV, I'm reading a book. You know what I mean? And, um, you, know, you know, I used to try to understand why I would have certain feelings about certain things. And I would go do my research on it. And it always led me to something something mental. So then when I, when I, when I went to school and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be in life, you know what I mean? I, I was like, you know, what, what the fuck am I really going to do? cuz I, you know, I'm a kind of a bougie nigga, man. I'm not I'm not going to go work for the city and dig no fucking holes and mm-hmm. fill potholes and none of that type of shit. You know what I mean? You know, I I, I really was thinking about what am I going to do? And then when I got into mentoring kids and when I got into coaching, I got a job with the city of San Diego park and rec. I became a senior director. And when I um started coaching these kids and dealing and, and dealing with a lot of the homeboys in the neighborhood, game banging, um, motherfuckers losing their lives. People would say, "Man, go over there and talk to Ball Game." People would direct people to come and just holler at me. We got homies right now. You know, I had I, I say uh, the homeboy Slick out of Campanilla Park. You know what I'm saying? He 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 he'd literally say, "Man, let me call Ball Game because he always gives me good advice." You know what I'm saying? A mm-hmm. lot of the homeboys, you know, they call me like, "Mike, what you think about this?" So you know, when I got my degree, I got my degree in business administration. So when I was going into grad school, that's when I start thinking, you know, people like Mike, you'll be a good social worker because you're already doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, and I didn't realize that I was doing it when I would go to the high schools and talk to the kids about gangbanging. Right. When I would coach the kids and and all these types of things. Um, When I was sitting on uh, the city, uh, down in San Diego City uh, Hall, I go to the council and I would talk to the council about, you know, hey, we need some funding over here. This is why. I didn't realize that I was already doing the social work. So when I went to school to get my master's degree, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that, that's, that's when I decided I wanted to be a social worker still and it ended up working out for me. You know, social workers make a lot of money. It's, it's a lot of burnout because, you, because you, you're you dealing with people with mental health issues. You're dealing with people who are homeless. You're trying to help people get their SSI payments um, 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 whatever it is that they need you know what I'm saying it's, it's just all social services man mm-hmm. and me myself I enjoy it you know what I'm saying I actually picked a career that I enjoy and I and not only did I make money you know what I'm saying you know I sit back now you know what I mean you know just off my off my last year's salary alone man I shit I spent 60 racks on a food trailer that I just bought because I don't need nothing I don't buy nothing you know what I'm saying I own a couple of homes down there um, I you know I don't give a fuck about no cars. I am working on a ride. I got a six six rag coming out, mm. putting a little bit of money into my yeah yeah, putting a little bit of money into in a couple of things. But I don't spend no money still, and I like helping people, my brother. So that was my motivation right there, man. You know, because one thing we did, man. At least I, I you said you you and Brian from the Midwest, but hey, one thing I think we did, but we wasted a lot of time game banging. Yeah You know what I'm saying You know And, and my brother and I now, wasted all of my Mid-teens And all of my 20s We wasted yeah. a lot of time yeah. banging.
4: And I was fucking I was fucking selling records And still didn't still, give a still fuck Still didn't give a fuck all, all I wanted to do Was go to the hood And just chill I didn't know nothing else Even when I started because making embedded Yeah in even, it. even when I was it's making money it. And all on BET And magazines And all that shit Nigga I was still going to the block
8: The, the, the the thing it's, it's, it's embedded in you. Um, I'm a, I am don't know if you guys know this, but uh, I'm a musician. I play keys and drums. And Lou Silas Jr., who was the director of A&R for um, MCA Records back in the days, had hired me to play drums for it when New Edition then first came out and all these those types of things. So I was running back and forth from San Diego up to L.A. You know what I'm saying? Not trying to be an artist. I was a musician. I just mm. wanted to play. You know what I'm saying? So I would you know, I would go back and forth, um up here to um uh, come come to LA and um, do a couple of gigs here, go out to the parties, have a good time. Hey, you and I done met a couple of times before, um, homie. For sure. You, you know what I'm saying? Back in the back in back in the days. And um you didn't know who I I was a little skinny kid, had a flat top, little shag, all that old top. of you know what I'm saying? But I was you know, I was on some different shit back then. Right. you, you know what I'm saying? I was I was a you know, I was, <laughs> I, I was into some shit, you know what I'm saying? And, and, um, and the point that I was trying to make is that I end up, I, I start, when I got shot, me and, me and the brother had a, we had a car to car shootout. He hit me. I hit him. You know what I mean? I ended up getting a zipper. I got stabbed a couple of times. I did my fair share of it. And, um, you know, when me and my brother Melly got exonerated for a pop and these motherfuckers came to the house, they knew where moms live cause we stayed right on the front street, 35th street. Shot up the house one time. We was waiting in the garage for the ass to come back. Showing up the dumb asses came back. We got the poppin' shootout. My, my older brother had to slam my mama to the ground cause her dumb asses come running out the house. Like, what are you doing? Get on the ground. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. Make this long story short. It was after I got stabbed and um, after I beat my case. I beat my case, and that was one. That at that one particular time, they was trying to give me 22 years. I was scared as hell. You know what I'm saying? If anybody would sit here and tell you that they, they that they ain't never been scared of anything, I was scared at the time. I just
7: told you I try to run.
8: Right, right, right. But, well, you get your fucking ass, yeah. Oh, this nigga,
4: this right? Twenty <laughs> my, years, man. I'm this motherfucker get a, it. About to get a fucking traffic violation. Gotta go do run. fifteen days. Still like uh, shit. I'm finna call run. my woman. I run. I can't run. <laughs> yeah.
7: Yeah. Okay. But facing some time like that, twenty years, you gotta remember, I'm fifty-something, dog. That's the
8: rest of your life, problem. Well, what well, not, but see, at the time, I was only twenty-two years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you know, um, but me, me and my brother, me and my brother Melly, we ended up beating the case. And when I got around 26 years old, um, the red, the, the red light literally went on like stop. Mm. You know what I mean? Because the shit, the shit that I was into and the things that I was doing, man. You know, my homeboy Gangster Earn, rest in peace, man. Um, I know you guys heard of that name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? The shit that we was doing back in the hoods back in the days, man. You know what I'm saying? Some people lost their lives and some of us got lucky. I got lucky, man. So I decided that I was gonna turn my shit around and yeah, I Yeah, we a lot of us got lucky, man. A lot of us got yeah. lucky, oh boy. You know, because like I said, I'm part of the zipper. And then I'm saying like, um,
4: that's gotta be some form of 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 mental stress yeah. or health. When you look up, like you said, some of us get to a point where we go, I can't do this shit no more. But then it's some of the homies who are still like, they still there and they still in it and that's all they know. And, you know, you see a lot of dudes, you know, when you see niggas 40 and over uh, representing the neighborhood to the fullest, um, That's a problem. You right? see a lot of dudes question like, why y'all doing that? Why y'all do come on, you're 40 now, you're 50 now. Um some of some some has the explanation of it's it's generational. It's like um it's a brotherhood, you know, you don't leave this behind. Um the only way out is if you die or whatever. Um, you know they they so you know what I'm saying because you see a lot of, especially over here, you see a lot of niggas around our generation and our age that still rep the
8: block. Yeah, they you do. know. Shit, I know a motherfucker that's 63 years old, man, and, and you know still 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 like you know pushing a line. I'm like, man, what mm-hmm. type of motherfucker is you? Yes, yeah, a whole lot of them.
4: So that's why I said that gotta be some kind of mental health, or men, you know, some kind of stress for you to feel like at fifty or forty plus, sixty plus, that uh, you still have to, you know, represent the block in that form. So it's, it's a you bunch know. of
8: bullshit. Eight? How old are you still? Me, I'm fifty three. How old are you, eight? I'm fifty two. And I'm 56, so I'm the senior in the house. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? I would never tell. I, I, at this at this point, man. Well, it was it started when I was 30 years old. I never did try to groom some young brother into coming to this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I always, man, man, man. Go live your life and go go see some shit. Go do something. Go to school. Get educated. You understand what I'm saying? Live a productive life. This shit ain't productive. I used to have homeboys just to be. Man, man Mike, man, white Man, homie, you don't even come kicking with us under the gazebo no more. Nigga,
1: fuck. ATT connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
2: Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery... only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.
3: I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy.
1: My best hopes...
4: Why is it that a nigga, why is it that they feel, because you get that, you'll get like, you don't represent no more. You don't, you know, you don't do this no more. You ain't, you know, you ain't claiming the hood no more. You know, like, why do you feel some dudes even address that?
8: Man, I you know I, I still can't get it to you know I I normally can ration rationalize some things, but this one I just can't rationale it. One, well, one thing for some of the brothers, so some of the brothers they ain't never had shit. They ain't never went nowhere. You dig what I'm saying? The hood is the only thing that they've ever had. You understand what I'm saying? So they they have, they have this sense that they have a sense of loyalty that is just. I always tell brothers if you if you if you can have this much loyalty towards your own personal endeavors. The same loyalty that you have to this to this hood or to a block where you don't even own a house on the motherfucker, you dig what I'm saying? You would be successful, my brother. You understand what I'm saying? Your priorities is fucked up. But then again, I've also called motherfuckers out. Hey, if you got a problem with me, motherfucker, I'll meet you at Ocean View Park. I'll meet you at South Crest Park down in the basement, and then we can talk about it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, and, all, and where the camera at? And all you motherfuckers out there in the 619 and elsewhere know good goddamn well that I'll pull up. And if you want a chunk, of, I'm 56 years old, and i will still slaying these motherfucking things. Now, do I choose to do that? Fuck no. You know why? Because half of you motherfuckers ain't even worth. Are they ain't even worth the waste of my motherfucking time. And some of you clowns in the six one nine know exactly who in the fuck I'm talking about. So I'm not gonna even get these motherfuckers the. I'm not. I don't. I nowadays. I I used to dignify that shit with responses. Motherfucking me. I pull up at the park. What's now? I don't even have to do that no more. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Nah, fuck that. And I'm and I, and another thing I got to say about about the city of San Diego, man. The, the city of San Diego, man, <laughs> man, don't get the six one nine fucked up because. We we started that shit at the same time Compton and LA and everybody else was getting busy. You well, dig definitely. what I'm saying? And mother and, and and every set in the six one nine, every I don't give a fuck if it's a Crip set, if it's a blood set. You got some riders out of each motherfucking set in San Diego. There ain't no punks in the six one nine. So I'm gonna give a shout out to my city, especially after this Bootsy bullshit. You know what I'm saying. So whatever happened with Boosie in San Diego, you dig what I'm saying? It was just a flu. It was. It, it was. It was. It was. It was a fluke of the circumstances, and that brother, he's going to deal with what he has to deal with. But don't get it fucked up, man. You come to San Diego, man, and and you know somebody, you check in. Not only are you going to get protected, you dig what I'm saying, motherfuckers in San Diego is going to be able to provide security for you. You dig what I'm saying? Move around the town and have a good time. man. Now you brought up Boosie. You, you know, know what, what I'm, I'm saying? I think Boosie looking. At? I think he might. I think. I think I think I think with this gun case, man, Boosie might like like Ace said, if they give him ten, he might do what, eight and a half mm-hmm. off the ten. He looking at maybe eight. He in trouble. He gonna, he gonna go sit down. You know, but
4: Especially he, if you got priors for firearms right, right. and you on parole or probation for firearms and you get yeah. caught. I mean, there's no way you can deny it because it's all on social media. You yeah. had the pistol. And then they got the, the whatever the recording to where he was telling the bodyguards that they should have took the rap for the pistols or whatever. So uh, His problem is he talked too fucking much. I mean, I get it. Like I say again. We live in these times where a nigga will test you and then, you know, if you claiming to be that type of motherfucker, you might go to some sections where a nigga feel like, hey, nigga, you t- like like just like we was talking about last, you know, with, with the female. Um there's just motherfuckers who's just gonna try to test you and yeah, see if you to- that type of motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, he 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 said it was for show. It was for the video. You know what I'm saying? It was the it was the security's pistol well, and you he
8: to was he you a prop gun or something. If you got That's a, all. If he had a and, couple uh, if he had a couple of prop guns in
4: the my car My thing is this. When you get to a certain level of 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 MC artistry or whatever, you don't need to carry around no fucking pistol. No, you
8: don't. You no, get me? You got to be somebody else. I'm here.
4: Compton, I'm neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? If I'm in a situation like that, security gonna have the pistol. Because I ain't finna try to go to jail for shooting. Now I'm not saying that a nigga ain't been in situations, but nigga, I'm not You're too trying to for that shit. I'm man. not trying to, yeah. you know, yeah. I don't like I've I've been there done that. You get me? I don't feel like I got to—I'm not even finna be grabbing a pistol for a video.
8: This is, this is the thing, man. This is shit I did when I was fucking Keith? 20. I'm
4: not getting on no fucking video at it fucking 50 40, years old.
8: You get me? Yeah, he about 42, 43 years old. But this is the thing. Um, Another thing, man, if, 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 if you got to pull up to a video shoot and have a pistol— you might want to reconsider. You, you might, reconsider. might not want to be at the video nah, show. You might, might want to reconsider where you're doing the video shit if you, Yeah, you that's a, that's how I say. You
4: know at, what I'm cer- at a certain age, not that you a punk, but you got to avoid bullshit. You avoid that shit. If man. I know I'm going to a section where we might have to add a pistols over here, mm-hmm. okay, we might want to move the location Then You get me? Yeah. I don't need to go proving to a nigga that... On, I'm man. a hard nigga from Louisiana or Compton on, by jumping out and Come all on. the fans and the niggas mm. on the block oh. see me with the pistol. Like, yeah, nigga. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Real. Why? If that's the case, nigga, we need to move our location. Something. And if I'm in a spot where I'm accepted, I damn sure so ain't finna you have know, no fucking pistol. On, I don't need you one. You don't need
8: one. You understand, but at the same time, but but you, but a motherfucker has to be privy enough. You understand what I'm saying to put, secu- put security on him or herself. You understand what I'm saying. You have to make decisions to where you don't have to have the pistol, as Eight was just saying. You know what I'm saying. If I if, if I'm coming up here to do the Gangster Chronicles, was invited. Thank you, my brothers. Again, if I felt that I needed a pistol to come here, I'm not coming.
4: Exactly. That's real talk. Exactly. Like, hmm, who, where y'all at? And who y'all fuck with? And, I and then don't know. I feel like, hmm, I might need to take me a heater up there when I. That already is letting me know maybe I shouldn't be going to do and, this and, motherfucker.
8: And and, and 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 not to cut you off, eight, because I, I don't like to do that. I apologize. Oh, no, you good? Brother. So, um, but before I came up here, I called my homeboy Mitchy Slick. I said, Slick, what's happening with this Gangster Chronicle? They asking me to come up. Slick said, Oh, that's MC8. He said, You cool, homie? That's my people's. Yeah, just like that. You dig what I'm saying? I ask questions. You understand? And then you called Melly when I was up in Lancaster to go see him for an interview before I went, I mean, before I checked back down in LA to go to um, see Dre get his award. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I always ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's being wise. Right. And Melly, and Melly said the same. And Melly, Melly, Melly um, um, Melly, the hood postman, said the same thing. He said, Man, still in eight. He said, Mike, you good. As a matter of fact, you want me to pull up with you?
4: Oh yeah, people, you know. You know what I'm saying? You gotta check your surroundings.
8: You gotta check your surroundings. You know what I mean? And and um, and uh, you know, so you know, just just getting I checked three references. And all, three the, sure. and all three of the references had nothing but good things to say about y'all. Yeah. So, I, so I'm here. You know, and I have been invited to do a couple of other ones. And the first, hey, man, what's going on with these over there? And I've had some people say, well, kind of be careful. This motherfucker got one foot in, one foot out. Mm. You don't know who going to pull up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? All those types of things. You know what I mean? So, you know, I ask questions, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to put security on myself. You did what I'm saying, first and foremost. And then when I come, I come in peace because, you know, we all brothers, man, and me, myself, you know, and I'm extremely sincere when I say this, man. You know, somewhere down the line, we we got to figure out how we're going to stop heart hurting and harming one another, man, in our communities, man. God dang, I you think it's possible to ever get to that point. though. Bro? Well, you know, I'll, I'll probably be dead and gone. I was about to say, you know, I was just about to say before you asked me that question that I just hope that I can see that in my lifetime, man. You dig what I'm saying? You know, because when I come, I come with the utmost respect, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't care who you is. I don't give a damn what set you from. I don't I don't I don't you know I don't care how big, how small, man. One thing I do, I have a genuine concern for my people, man. Mm-hmm. You did what I'm saying. And, I, and 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 when I pull up, I, I normally pull up solo bolo. Yeah, that's me. I come by myself. You know what I'm saying? And I and, 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 and I'm a very spiritual brother, you know and so I look up to the sky and ask, Ja, Ja, this is in your hands now. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like well, got
7: your philosophy, man. If it's somewhere where in my spirit I feel like I gotta take pistols and do all this and that, I'm just not gonna go.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's
7: that's
8: the point.
4: Like I said, you ain't you ain't niggas ain't no punks or cowards or nothing like that, but being a grown man, um you have to learn how to choose your options better to avoid drama. That part, and that's your choice. You get yeah. me? Regardless of what a motherfucker might say or what a their opinion, um, I'd rather be here, right, than be locked up or laid up. Right, you feel right. me? Yeah. Uh, and that's it. That's just the that, That's just the end, motherfucking theory. You gonna be locked right. up or laid up? Right. Straight up. Right. You know what right. I'm saying? So if I can avoid that, yeah. I damn sure want to avoid getting locked up. For
8: you you get me? Especially at this point. Man, come on. I ain't got no more time to
4: give them. And I'm damn sure ain't in the position to where I need to be laid up behind somebody mm-hmm. and some bullshit. Part. Where nigga done laid me up because, right. nigga, why the fuck you even here? You you know something? I sure shouldn't be, be here. here. I shouldn't be here. What's here for me? Right. Nothing. Nothing. Your woman at the crib, your motherfucking kids is straight, your business is somewhere else, and your money is coming in. What the fuck am I doing here? To prove to what? I'm still hard? Like, man, please, I'm beyond proving nah, shit. Nah. You get well, me? Well, I
7: just yeah. got that the girl, the, the woman, Carleisha Hood, the woman whose son shot the guy, they're filing a lawsuit against the city of Chicago the arresting officers.
4: Yeah, because they dropped the case, so now she wants to file a civil but lawsuit. She, but but that, that 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 shit ain't gonna go. Nowhere. That's I don't think it'll yeah, stick because yeah, you're gonna, gonna say what? Yeah you were wrongfully accused yeah. or wrongfully arrested. Yeah. Your son did <laughs> pop a motherfucker right. and whatever. Now, we'll we can we'll claim it was self-defense and yeah. we'll give you that and we'll <laughs> let you out. But you ain't finna turn around uh, and try to get no bread, no out, bread of out of Come us. On. Come on. We man. just let you off on a fucking murder charge. And they
8: gonna, they, yeah, that, and that's what she should be.
4: And right. didn't even then give your son like involuntary manslaughter yeah. or no Nothing. shit. He yeah. did kill a motherfucker. Right. Like, okay, he was beat. Your mama, but still, how many times does a motherfucker go? Yeah, okay, but still.
7: Well, this is what she said. I've experienced pain in many ways that I would never have thought.
6: <laughs>
4: she said, this "Hey, her release hey, news hey, today. that's the mental health. Me She's claiming like, That's my my mental health is <laughs> fucked with right Hold now." On. Hold on, she said, "What
7: happened to me was totally unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Never in a million years would I have imagined being brutally attacked, beaten, and arrested." Well, but well, well, this, but well, this, is what I will say to, to Mrs. Keep, Hood, keep going. Let me hear oh, yeah, the rest. Yeah, of yeah,
8: it. yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
7: Is that it? it? Meanwhile, Hood's attorney Ari Williams told the Chicago Sun Times on Monday, "Miss Hood is, a, is, and has always been a victim." Brandon Brown, another lawyer for Hood, has also hinted that additional lawsuits will be forthcoming.
4: She's always not been take a victim. What happened always to always
7: Hood, lightly. That's, there will be
8: additional funny. lawsuits forthcoming. Yeah, but, but the thing what is, you, what, what, I wonder what the lawyer, I wonder what lawyer, I wonder what lawyer is going to take that case program. And then pro what lawyer. do you mean by that? She's, She's always, always been, been, been a victim. So she done got her ass whooped before?
4: <laughs> because if that's the case, shit, I've always been her. a victim Me, too. Da. Shit. I have been pulled over and fucked with by the police and fucking thrown and holding tanks and all Nate kinds of shit.
7: Nicki Minaj is paying for the, for the son's college. She said that. That 14-year-old boy that backed that hammer out and that grown-ass man punching his mother in the face as if she were a man is a true hero. If he wants to go to college, I'd love to help. It's what any son should have done for their
4: mother. I, I believe I any agree.
8: son would have I done g- that. I agree. I, I agree with that. I, you know agree. I, I said yeah. that, yeah.
4: Like yeah, if, if, I, if, yeah. if I'm watching somebody socking on my mama oh, yeah, and there's it. a burner handy, oh, he's, in Nick, he's, he's in trouble. Yeah, he's in trouble. He might, he might not make it. And like he said, I'm going to chase him from here to the next block over. Fuck it. And I'm going to empty the whole motherfucker. I mean, that's why I said that's the love for moms. So I'm like, so that's what I said. They let you out. They're not going to charge you with murder. They're going to say it was self-defense. Okay, but... Now you want to see? Okay, man, tell the, me the this. City this
7: is this? another one my, I my, right? my,
4: my, my, my saying exactly. How is the city responsible for, for some random dude Stealing just on my socking mind. you? You know,
7: what were you saying? Still okay? Now tell me, is this mental health or she just stupid? Ohio mom charged with murder after infant dies while she left on eight oh, day vacation on, without her. Yeah, she crazy as hell. Left she that baby. What? Left that baby she wanted in the garage. The man. To say, Christo, yeah, After Larry, or 31, admitted to leaving the little girl Jalen at their Cleveland home alone for eight days, all alone and unatt- unattended. An affidavit obtained by WKYC shows she had traveled without the child to vacation in Puerto Rico and Detroit. The child was not left without any food or water.
8: The child, they found the child in the garage. The child went out to the, to the, to the garage, I'm assuming, getting, getting in the car, thinking his mama, her mama was going to come home and take her somewhere. She, they found the poor child dead in the front seat of the truck in the garage.
7: Yeah, well, this is what they said. Reportedly found Jalen unconscious and extremely dehydrated. The infant's body was allegedly located in a state of disarray. The girls played peeing her soil blankets, and the bottom liner saturated with urine and feces. She was pronounced
4: dead at the scene. Now you know what, bro. So they saying the mama went to Puerto Rico and just left her there. She's left her there. That's that's left mental. So yeah, that's sixteen month old
8: baby though. That's men- oh, that's mental. That's mental, that's that's mental. mental. That's mental.
4: because yeah, that, you uh, like it is some true. Like I said, uh, unfortunately, it's it's a serious problem and mental health is real and i know a lot of regular average motherfuckers you know the way we look at cra- you know people with problems we'll call them crazy and 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 hey nigga, go go you know what i'm saying you we don't really look at to that too often about mental health and what real problems they are but that should have been no way. She should have been having a baby. Baby, you get well me.
8: Talk, yeah.
4: If her, if if her motherfucking, if her mentality is. I could go to Puerto Rico and leave a sixteen-month-old in the playpen. You shouldn't have been having no kids. You get me? And the, so, family
8: sh- and the family should have made that assessment as well if she had family around. What the thing that
7: know,
4: make so, you so question? Nobody
7: knows. Like the neighbors respond to the tragic news. I hope she pays for what she
4: did. Yeah, but that make you question what kind of what kind of father who laid up had and you. had yeah. sex with her to have a kid? Because you got to know there's some issues there. You yeah, get me? Yeah, you, you're you not a normal motherfucker and you just wake up and decide, oh, I'm going to leave my baby in the playpen and I'm going to yeah. go to Puerto Rico. Well, the, fir- the first news. Not, that- not, to the not to the grocery stores, stores no Puerto shit Rico. like that. he got on the play. Check
7: this out. This is what the neighbors are saying. They don't know why she didn't ask them for help before because she said this. One neighbor said that the young mother would sometimes would go days and weeks without contacting them while Sulian watched the infant. So the neighbor said so she the already the new. baby all the time and the mom be gone weeks and days at a time without saying that.
4: Oh, Drugs, so drugs and and, 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 mental, and mental health. And
6: mental health, man.
8: Yeah. yeah. Real talk. Yeah. yeah. So that so she had a pattern. Mm-hmm. So she had a pattern. I wonder how come the neighbors and go over there and try to do a welfare check And then and they then, then they, but they probably didn't know the baby was there. That's why before.
4: I say shit is left behind and shit is, is 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 put on desk and and you don't get because they already knew she was fucked up because, like she said, she be leaving for days at a time. Mm-hmm. So, right then and there, somebody should have been
7: contacted. This
4: woman was a teacher, too, dog. A substitute um, elementary teacher. She's mental. Yeah, something. I don't bad. give a she fuck crazy. what you say. Yeah, really. Ain't no normal motherfucker leaving a kid for now, eight days. Yeah. Now I know a motherfucker go kicking and shit, but at least a motherfucker be back after a, at least a day. Yeah, you get me? Yeah. A motherfucker leaving a, and and done it several times. That should have been like I said. Why haven't the? Um, why wasn't the neighbors like, hey, What's this lady on? done yeah. left her baby here and she been gone for three days. Yeah. Somebody should have been contacted, but you just let her walk back up, hand her the baby, and go, hey. She does it all the time, yeah. if evidently, you get me? Cause they said it. She's left the she babies here and been gone for several uh, days. So day. like I said, she there's a pattern. No social this. services was called, no nothing. no nothing. No police. Like, y'all let her do this at least two or three times. Right. You get me? So Right, no accountability. And though. then some motherfuckers don't want to get involved with yeah. shit, but you watching the kids, so like, oh, I don't want to tell on her, or I don't want to call and get her in trouble That's and cool shit, shit like that. Okay. You feel me? You gotta I don't want to get her in trouble, baby. So, but now you telling what she used to do. It's too late now. You yeah. get me? Baby now gone. you think, what? We don't even want to hear from you now. What the fuck? Right. Now you want to say, well, she used to leave the baby here for days at a time and be gone. Okay, so why are you telling motherfucker... Two months ago, that shit, or three months ago, or a year ago, or whatever, said so the baby was only 16 months, and you already got incidents where she's and left the child there and been gone for several days. That's a red fucking flag.
7: Yeah, yeah, social service, because I'm gonna tell you, you leave your baby with somebody for you leave your baby with somebody for a
4: day. You in trouble?
7: checking in. Something wrong is, I'm yeah. going to tell
4: you. Man, you leave a baby in the fucking car. You see how motherfuckers be all surrounding the car? You mean no, to tell dog, me I'm you leave you a baby this. for days, days at the neighbor and nobody's like... I'm going
7: to tell you this,
4: dog. Hey, bitch, I got a job to go through. I'm, I'm still sitting here watching this <laughs> you baby. See some
7: one-year-olds in the car, dog, aren't you going to do something?
6: You're fucking you fucking right. You
7: see some kids you don't know, I've seen a couple times, dog, I saw like some kids, they was probably like one probably like 13, 14 months and the other one was a baby and you could tell the little brother was in there trying to watch him. They got the windows rolled up dog. I went and got the um, mall security and had them open up the motherfucking door and I had them open up the door you know, I, I didn't just leave them there I waited open the door, I'm just leave the door open for the kids, right? Wife went and got him some waters out the mall, lemonades, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then there, waited for the mom to come back. She come out there, young girl, dog, with a young, with a, with a good guy, right? And I said, oh, well, what is y'all messing with my kids for my own fucking business? I said, these kids could have died out here. It's about 90 degrees out here. So you know if it's 80 degrees outside in the cars? The cars is 100. They black, white. Uh, um, am um, Mexican shit. <clears throat> young though. And I don't know if that got them to do that. it. I just think with this with these young people, dog. See, when you have a kid, man, what people don't understand, the moment you have a child, the shit you got going on over with.
8: Yeah, real talk.
7: It's over with. All your little dreams and aspirations, it's about what they got going on now. So, see, a lot of these young kids go out and have uh, got babies and stuff, dog, and don't realize the uh, responsibility that it is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Your responsibility. Fuck you going out and want to have fun and kick it. It's
8: not about you, no. She more.
7: up there meeting the nigga at the mall. Probably done went to the movies and everything else. Left him out in the car with a, with a with a water bottle.
6: Mm-hmm.
7: Take care of your little brother while I was gone. And then you gotta wonder where their daddy is at. She probably ain't even letting the daddy see the babies.
6: Mm.
4: It's a
7: lot of fucked up shit. But man, I appreciate you coming up here to sit down with us, man.
4: We
8: yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, I'll, I'm I'm always receptive to coming and sitting down with you, good brothers, man. And, For sure, and um, so, you know, I really enjoyed myself. You know, the ride was cool, man. Bumping some SOS bands. That's you know, right. The parliament coming up. Air conditioner on, and I just, you know, just in my thoughts, you know. So, you know, I um, you know, um, I want to give a shout out again. I want to give a shout out to my homeboy Melly Mel, the Hood Postman. I want to give a shout out to Mitchie Slick. Um, I want to give a shout-out to my younger brother, Melly Mel, up out of Atlanta. I want to give a shout-out to CeeLo. I want to give a shout-out to uh, the Goody Mob. I want to give a shout-out to King Floaty up out of Atlanta. I want to give a shout-out to the young brother that just passed away in Houston. Mm. Uh, What's his name? Um, Pokey. Big Pokey. That's right. And I I want to give a shout-out to... You know, um, blessings and peace to that brother and his family, man. And I want to give a shout-out to all the black communities across this great United States, man. I love you, brothers and sisters, man. And uh, I just hope that one of these days we as a community can get it together, man, and come together, man. And and, and, and literally, you know, I'm going to say this, man. Practice what these white folks practice, man. Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So, um, you know, again, still 8, Brian. You know, thank you for having me, man. And, um, you know, I'm willing to come on anytime, man. You brothers ask me. For sure. Good where, looking, where can fair. the people, man, where can
7: the people get at you at on Instagram? Because I know you're going to have some cats DM you. If y'all going through something, man, hit the brother up, man. What's your Instagram?
8: My Instagram is Michael with a Y. M-Y-C-H-A-E-L. The with a A. The T-H-A. Ball game. Yeah, man. and hit me up, man. If you brothers and sisters need... Um, need to talk, man. Um, just give me a holler, man. I am gonna start. Everybody, Melly been on my helmet about starting my podcast. I'm calling it the Platinum Carpet. You dig what I'm saying? So I'm a, I'm gonna end up starting that, and I'm gonna start going live a little bit more on Instagram. I'm really not into social media all like that, but a lot of people was, has been talking to me saying, Mike, you know, you can benefit a lot of people if you, you know, kind of um, make yourself a little bit more available. So. You know, I, I am going to start doing that. You know, and you know, um, and and I, and all you brothers and sisters out there, oh what? Just and when I say brothers and sisters, I mean whites. It's saying man, had, had a girl take guys, off in the Um, you know, you guys take care of yourselves, take care of your families, man, and be well. You know what I mean? And and uh, and, and I wish you all well, man. And I really appreciate this platform. For sure. Good looking, family. There we appreciate it. Is, it. You know what I mean? So,
7: you guys make sure also to follow our Instagram page, the Gangsta Chronicles Podcast, the Homeboy MCA's page at 8 yes, 08.
4: Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, what no- we do. We out of here. Yeah. If I lie,
1: my nose will grow like Pinocchio. we gon' going to tell you the truth and nothing but the truth. Gangsta oh. Chronicles, oh. this is not your average oh. show. Oh.
7: Well, that concludes another episode of the Gangster Chronicles podcast. Be sure to download the iHeart app and subscribe to the Gangster Chronicles podcast. For Apple users, find a purple mic on the front of your screen, subscribe to the show, leave a comment and rating. Executive producers for the Gangster Chronicles podcast are Norman Steele, Aaron, MCA Tyler. Our visual media director is Brian Wyatt, and our audio editor is Taylor Hayes. The Gangster Chronicles is a production of iHeart Media Network and the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcasts.
9: AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of Spoken Audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything.
2: AT&T. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery Only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today.
3: The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie.